thing. Who who says you can't? Who makes the laws? Who says I can't pee on somebody if they want to be peed on? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> who watches the Watchmen? Who watches the pee peers? <laughs> People in in their own private. Listen, we're not listen consent consensual kinks. Fine, we yeah. love those. We yes. enjoy those. Piss play is good. Piss play is fine. If you are into piss play, ass play, whatever whatever play, play go for it. However, if you do it in public, there's a chance. Oh, just quote. Look, there's a chance, <laughs> especially on video. Everybody at knew a concert. Was, everybody knew it was coming. Festival everybody knew it was coming. And everybody knows eyes. that you're coming to this video. <laughs> no, no. It's like the She-Hulk video. Yeah. I, I haven't heard from him in days. <laughs> I've, been, I've been busy. I've been yeah, doing I can tell. I'm just saying if it's Depacing announcing yourself, if it's announced doing unholy and godly things and and it's well, consensual. You're doing, pri- you're doing it in the privacy of your homes. That's yes. But if it's announced and consensual and everyone knows, here it is. It's about to start. Close your eyes. Listen, yeah. do you think when Pee Wee Herman went into the, the theater and whipped his dick out and started jacking it? Didn't he do that at a porn movie? Yeah. Then he what was, is it was the in issue? public. You can't you can't jack at a it porn in. movie. You yes, can. you can. That's the whole reason they built those things in the first place was so people could go away from their wives to jack off in a theater. That is the whole reason no. those theaters exist. You're supposed to just go with your bros and just watch. No, you're, you're not. Not supposed to touch. You're 100% in public. No, it's 100%. It's not in public. It's in a theater. <laughs> Everybody knows what's happening in those. This is and another thing. This is a podcast where we drink. We talk and everyone wins. I'm Brian sprays against you know what I mean? <laughs> Brendan. I'm Brendan. That's I was going to set you up for it. That's, that's fine. I just like I just like it so much and I'm Vargas. <laughs> what we are referencing, of course, is a, uh, a band called brass against who you you've talked about before. Yeah, I like them yeah, a lot. you like them quite a bit um, and Sophia and you like them more now. Yes. Yes, I do. Boy, she had Sophia a lot of pee. uranista. <laughs> she peed a lot. That, that was a good one. I'm sorry. I, I was just talking about how much pee she had, but that was a good yeah. one. So was so was her stream. So <laughs> if it was stream, ah, because it was live stream. Live stream. They were at a festival. They she complained about how she had to pee. She <laughs> asked for a volunteer to come be peed on. It didn't escalate like that, though. Yes, right? it did. <laughs> I mean, almost exist. She was like right, was right, like right, doing right. her rock talk between songs. Right. Oh, I got to pee, and then was basically like pointed at the guy like do you want to come get peed on and the guy with the GoPro on his head was like yeah he said yes let's go got up on stage laid down she <laughs> squatted over and pulled her pants down and while song songs playing she's singing, singing. <laughs> she is singing <laughs> and then afterwards the tweets from the band have just been hysterical they're just like Oh, great time last night. Sophia got carried away. That's not what we do. See tomorrow, Oklahoma. And you're like, <laughs> except what's their Twitter Twitter bio? It, horny metal, which that is fucking lean in. They listen. They called it. You know what I mean? So boy, it's lean just in. so it's so it's very funny. Kinks and consensual things are not funny. That's normal. That's fine. Yeah. In public, though, that's where the issue. Look, that's where you become a sex offender. This is the same. Look, just imagine the festival is just a giant porn theater, right? If you don't want to be a part of it, close your eyes and you don't see it. Uh huh. The only thing I could say is it's a it's a bit of a health and safety issue. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Oh, you're more concerned about the craft services. <laughs> yeah, just I mean, just get a mop. Just get yeah, a mop. Yeah. Was she wearing gloves? Yeah, need some bleach. Yeah. He didn't have goggles. He did not. He was listen. And he he seemed really into it too on the ground. He was because at first a very attractive individual. He, he spit yes. the pee onto the audience after he, uh, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, 
But what I mean is that like saliva, because it's one of those things you watch it and you're like, how how far are they really going to go with it? You know what I mean? All the way because it's like he he gets up. He lays down. She's like kind of moving around and then she like steps over him. She's singing. She starts pulling down her pants and she's and you're like, okay, this is she's just going to be like and then like walk away. No, she had to pee. She she really did. And as we all know, as a man, once you start, it's hard to stop and keep it stopped in the middle of it. So you got to let it out. Maybe she was trying to do just a little dab. Yeah, but based on the video, she's out of fluids. (laughs) Yeah, she's dehydrated now. She's dehydrated. (laughs) No. Speaking of dehydration, what are we drinking today? Uh, So I went to St. Louis last week, and as is my pittance for being out of town, uh, I've brought the boys back some St. Louis beer. So we're drinking full life lager from four hands. Man, four hands is so good. This is delicious. I really like it. Um, It pairs well with barbecue and trail mix. I, you know, I was about to say, I think this would pair well (laughs) with trail mix. That's what it says on the can. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if it's like you're supposed to have it while you're hiking. Uh, well, it wouldn't be the worst oh, beer yeah. to have while you're hiking. I, I think it'd be a nice smooth beer to drink while it's you're hiking. It's no Easy Sport or whatever that marathon beer is from Boulevard. Uh, yeah, Easy Sport. That's that's the, the Gatorade beer in it. Right, right. Yeah. The Gatorade beer. <laughs> it's cer- it's certainly no Michelob Ultra. That's true. That where you yeah. you can run a marathon and then go golfing. Yeah, that you can actively be able yeah, to drink it yeah, while yeah. you're doing whatever. So this beer is much better than it is. Michelob Ultra. It is. <laughs> it's nice. It's nice. That's all we talk about. We talk about nice, wholesome things on this show. That's true. We don't talk about any sex offender talk. You no, know, looking back on the way we opened the show, I bet people were very confused for about 15 seconds. No. Eh. Nah. They're used to it. Yeah, they're probably, they're, it's probably fine because you know what it is. I can imagine there when we record this, this is the day it's kind of all blowing up. I think there's going to be a little bit more fallout from this whole thing with uh, what's her name? Sophia P on people. What's her name again? Sophia Uranista. <laughs> Sophia Uranista. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's gonna be a little bit of blowback. I would this. say yeah, we uh, we recorded the onslaught earlier and, and same kind of thing. I was like, you know, onslaught comes out every Wednesday and I was like by Wednesday you're gonna hear yeah. about it even if you haven't looked for yeah. it. Yeah, boy. She's gonna be on a list. That's gonna be tough. <laughs> Not a good list. Yeah. What do you think about that? Why? What do I think about lists? Well, what do you think about being on a sex offender list for peeing in public? Shouldn't there be a different list? To me, there should be a different. You shouldn't be put on a. Why are you getting I, so animated? Why are you I you're getting lot. really fired? I pee a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. There, much like how on the NFL show in NFL we talk about Every there Sunday. should be a different stat for like interceptions for with bounce off. There should be a different stat stat for if you're just peeing in public. Yeah, you know what I mean. Don't get me wrong. You you should not pee in public unless you're in the safety of your own home. Pee anywhere in your home. That's fine. Well, that's not in public. That's true. That's private. What's the, what if you the, own the, the theater? theater is, but, yeah. What if you own the theater? Pee Wee Herman did not own the theater. Now, what if what if I <laughs> he, he made it his house? Yeah, boy, did he? What if I I go I walk into the waist high bush? Yeah, so no one all, would know. So all you can see is from my torso up. You know, I don't Couldn't know see how your bush. <laughs> correct. So you can see <laughs> my, a bush. My bush is hidden. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I I mean, I I'm not well versed in like that, let's just say know, hypothetically peeing in public stuff. I don't know about that kind of stuff. Let's just say hypothetically there was like, yeah. I don't know, a bank with a bush behind it and sure. I were to pee on that bush frequently. I do know because like at the hospital, we do get sex known sex offenders in the hospital. You know what I mean? And we look them up every so often. <laughs> I don't know if I should say that on the podcast, but but like there are different levels of sex. Yeah. You know what I mean? But so like still, it's, it's probably still, like a level quote unquote one, like the lowest level. Possible. But you can go to those sites or there's right. like a the site. watchdog sites and yeah. stuff like that yeah. where 
no matter what level you are, you, you will still pop up. You right. can you can then filter, I believe, or, or you can at least hover over wherever it mm-hmm. is and see right where you know what level it is. Yeah. Everyone go but to watchdog.com, search Brian Lee Lay, and just see what yeah, just yeah, see yeah, what yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah, you won't yeah, find yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Just see. <laughs> You might find, a you might find there's a guy here and he's been there's a lot of X's where pedophiles used to live. Right, right. And the only known contact was Brian Lay right before <laughs> they were X'd out. Brian Lay, mm. pedophile. Hunter, <laughs> Hunter. <laughs> Sorry, that's the next line. God. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> oh boy. What are we what are we talking for? You want me to talk first? I don't know. It sounded very interesting. You guys know about Charles Xavier. Speaking of, I mean, Disney Plus Day, they're bringing back X-Men 97, the animated yeah, show. I think like all the original creators and stuff are back. That sounds Hell pretty sweet. Yeah. But it's for a new... It's They're not just no, putting they're it on... No, they're continuing Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Continuing yeah. the show. It's like new content. Yes. Yes. In the 90s. <laughs> yeah, you have to travel back. Back now. to the future. Uh, huh? uh, back to the past. Right. In front of the future. <laughs> Correct. So basically, this story is a, a study that was released uh, just on November 8th, uh, just a little bit ago. Basically, they uh, had a man who was paralyzed from the neck down to a spinal cord injury back in 2007. They implanted a like uh, electrodes on his brain and things like that and then had him think like A, B, C, ran through a computer algorithm and then allowed him to think and like write like really accurately like uh, 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 words and phrases and things like that. Uh, 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 a bunch. Yeah, words and phrases and things like that. And uh, it's pretty fascinating because... Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, the whole idea of attaching electrodes to your brain and this computer essentially just uses an a- like an algorithm to know what A is or, and then can then extrapolate, extrapolate words and then phrases through your thoughts. Yeah, because what it's doing is it's taking a brainwave frequency and translating that into a letter, which then translates that whole string of wavelengths into a word, right? Yeah. So basically what they did is fucking wild. Get the fuck out of here. It's insane. It's insane. (laughs) So yeah, so they they hooked up the electrodes to his motor cortex. So pretty, pretty, pretty insane thing that that they're doing. Um, And then it ran through uh, an algorithm running on a computer and what he did was, like I said, he mentally traced 26 letters of the alphabet and then some basic punctuation marks, right? Like in his like brain. And so the system used basically what it picked up from the neural activity and then could then use language models to then create his like language, like thoughts into language. And it could actually um, create rapid and accurate text. That was what the what the what the outcome was. Can he so he, he can't can he speak? Uh, yeah, he can speak. So he can tell but he them. But since he's paralyzed neck down, he has no right, hand he, he or can tell them after he thought it like, yes, that's the word I was yes. trying to say. <laughs> that was yes. going to be my joke yeah. was like if homeboys <laughs> paralyzed. The computer can just be making shit up. This guy really wants this computer implanted into his chest. <laughs> that's crazy. Okay. I mean, I guess we'll do it. Oh, he wants computer to become man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try it. <laughs> but basically they're they're trying to see if this could be an accurate like accurate enough thing to have people actually be able to like write out thoughts yeah. and sentences and stuff like that. And then also using the computer to like y- physically like write in your handwriting basically. Like it, it's wild it's insane. Too. Like it was pretty wild. So I thought this was just a, a fascinating thing that 
Um, oh, and here we go. Uh, in tests, the man was able to achieve writing speeds of 90 characters per minute, which is basically 18 words per minute. That's like typing speed. Right, with approximately like, 94% accuracy and up to 90% accuracy with autocorrect enabled. I would so have like, been impressed if it was like 60%. Yeah, right? Because like, yeah, we're taking crazy. brave waves, brain waves, right. and making them physical yeah. words. words. Yeah, so here it talks about this is on par with typing speeds of smartphone users in this man's age group, which I think he was like 60 years old, which is about ah, 23 words per minute. The yeah. old hunt. Yeah. Yeah, so so basically it's pretty pretty darn close to like how close it was and not only is it fascinating for the ability for this thing to translate this guy's neural activity into words phrases and like sentences, but also the fact that like your brain after you've been paralyzed for I think it said years still retains the movement of like understanding what a how to write right like that's that's insane. That Even though along, he hasn't been able to do it in a long time. That kind of goes along though with, with like phantom limbs, like people who lose a limb and then they right. they feel like yeah. they're reaching for a cabinet or oh, whatever. And there's even a picture later on showing the computer interpreting what like he was like his brain was writing That's basically. Crazy. Well, I, okay. I, I, first of all, I'm very impressed by this, yeah. but I see about seven V's in that 26 letter <laughs> alphabet. So you know what? The computer doesn't know how to write. Maybe we give the computer a little bit of credit. Right. Yeah, I mean, it looks like a child's writing and I'm never impressed by a child. Well, maybe the man had shitty handwriting. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe that's what it maybe the guy had bad handwriting hasn't written in a while because physically unable to and the computer was like, I want to become human and then just went with it. You know what I mean? I can't wait till that guy becomes the first Modoc. <laughs> Pretty uh, Pretty insane that we can enable this man to write with his brain, but uh, you know, I can't buy a PlayStation Five anywhere or anything. Yeah, pretty insane. <laughs> Different <Fucking>. chips, man. <laughs> Different <laughs> chips. Yeah, yeah. The brain chips were on the boat that got through. Yeah, they and got all the, tons of those. Yeah, yeah. yeah got yeah. tons of brain chips. Damn Suez Canal. I tell you what. I uh, okay. Are you guys familiar with the video game Second Life? This is made, I believe. Oh yeah, a while famous ago. in the office. <laughs> Um, when yeah. Dwight creates a better, right. you know, um, so basically second life is is it's a life simulator where you can create your avatar your character to to basically do whatever you want like you can become like a, a paper guitar. salesman. Yeah, I mean you can literally do whatever you want. Oh, I mean almost to you know to to a degree in that game, uh-huh. right? So you're familiar with that. Have you guys heard of the term metaverse? Yes. Do you know what it is? Yes. Okay. Vargas, you look like you don't know, or are you just doing it for the show? You so should I, yes, you should yes. No way, don't know but me. No, but what is it? <laughs> Ooh. Got him, got him, got him. <laughs> got him. So this is a this is a. Um, I mean, right now it's an idea. That's but, not entirely true, because Roblox, well, the children's game is a metaverse technically. Sort and of, a, and there's a bunch of in Asia. Uh, I've, I've read an article or two about it how in Asia there's a lot of metaverse stuff. Yeah, it's, I mean it's that's basically virtual. It's more they use it for like virtual storefronts and stuff like that. Is yes. this where you like you make a computer inside Minecraft? <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking yeah, about? Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yes. And. You make a computer inside a computer that's yes. like metaverse or yeah. like you make a store inside of well, a game. Or so what whatever. it is it's like Brennan said there's right. going to be Go like in, in Asia they already have like virtual storefronts, right? Uh-huh. So you throw on your uh, your headset yeah. and you can walk up to quote unquote walk up to it, and Nordstrom's. Yeah, finally. So you're in Nordstrom's. You're browsing clothes. Yeah. You pick clothes out and you buy it. What you're doing is you're ordering from the online Nordstrom's. But oh, you're, yeah. But, in, you're, but you're browsing 
Yeah. Quote, you know, big air quotes. You're browsing Nordstrom's, right? Finally, I never have to leave my house. Well, Google, Microsoft, and other big companies are putting a lot of stake into this. Good. They should put steak sauce and potatoes But the way they're doing... So, like, whatever... The old Zuck. Whenever he got up there, and his idea of the metaverse is, like, work-related. You know what I mean? Like, he... Because it's, it's turning... They want it to turn into everything they want it to turn into literally they second want re- life in ready player one that's what they want to turn into yes yeah no yeah, totally no bad. Like, stop plug, plug me in just kill me you but know like we we already <laughs> oh. use and this is what this article and again i have it i've read it whenever all this stuff first happened but like basically like the way they use in asia they don't even use like headsets and stuff like that like the way they they interpret the metaverse in the way we already kind of use the metaverse with like amazon you know what i mean like a virtual yeah. storefront is technically kind of the metaverse and like in Asia, that's what they they use it for. Like there's a there's this funny story. Like the anecdote anecdote to like open up the story was like this guy uh, was at a storefront in Asia and tried to like hand the, the vendor money, and the guy was like, "I can't do it. Like, what do you want me to do with that? Like, I can't do that. Like, you have to use an like an, an app, app for the pay, store, blah, yeah. blah blah to do that." And that's kind of what I mean is that like that's so pervasive in like a, the Asian like continent and things like that, and like. For them to bring it over, like for Zuck and all them to Dole Zuck to bring it over here to America and like strictly think of it like a VR thing for work is just like, but it's, but man, it is not, more than that. It's going to be more than because that's Zuckerberg's right. vision is, is a, his robotic, a small part of it. His robotic vision. His robotic vision it's is very a good. small part a headset. Because Microsoft, Google, all these big companies are, they are trying to make it where you strap yeah. in, you make an avatar. And you can then it's like it's a whole different world. Like this is what I'm saying is is how Asia has it. Sure. They have that virtual storefront everything, but these companies now are trying to make it much bigger where you actually it is like ready player one or it is like second life where you strap in. You can go You're you. We live here, but you can go walk the streets of quote unquote New York. (laughs) Yeah, it's like it's like the Internet from Futurama. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. gonna. It's it is it's a, bad. It's a bad idea. It one. It, it's a bad idea, f- like logistically, because like <laughs> it's kind of, especially Zuckerberg's the whole metaverse. His idea of the metaverse is just kind of dead. Like it's it's kind of like dead on arrival because like no one really wants to do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like that whole idea of like I'm I'm at work or I'm at the office. Oh, I have to meet with other people. We put my headset on. Like you think oh, the over a certain age crowd is gonna like glom onto that. You know what I mean? But what like, I'm worried about is 12 years from now. Sure. When they, when it is up and running and then you have yeah, 22 man, just year take, olds, just take my brain and put it on the internet and then Look, my body can die. D- I know it's I fine. get it. You're doing a thing, but it's, it's super dangerous and <laughs> I'm really worried. It's, it's following so many dystopian universes yep. on, on, uh, Oh, let me take this off now. Yeah. Oh, I'm in the slums and in the fucking, like I'm addicted to heroin, <laughs> but the heroin is the internet. <laughs> Um, that dopamine we talked about. Yeah, uh, man. It's just fucking how life is. You Friends buy your not. your house is one room. Yep. And everything is on the internet. Well, and that's yeah, why, fuck it. why not? <laughs> earlier whenever I, I joked fucking. about like Roblox, like Roblox. I don't know if you guys familiar with what Roblox is. Yeah, yeah. you can create basically anything inside of Roblox. Ba- yeah. Basically create anything. It's the most played anything by like the under 16 crowd right now. Yeah. And like they had a whole thing where like uh, it's basically a metaverse because you create your own funny little Roblox avatar. You can do anything like 
think Minecraft like times 100. It started yeah. out as like a games creation platform. Correct. Yeah. And it's morphed into like storefronts in like uh, they had a whole thing where Chipotle had a big thing where you, if you um, went to Chipotle in the game, you could get like free Chipotle in real life and stuff, which broke Roblox and it was down for like a week. Like it was yeah. insane, um, but it's stuff like that that like I, I think. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Like the whole idea of having headsets and stuff like that one like I just don't think that's really going to catch. You know what I mean? Like we already have basically the metaverse on our phone because we, we don't interact with anything in real life unless you actively seek it. You know what I mean? And so like I think the metaverse the way like Google and Facebook. I'm sorry. Excuse me. not Facebook, Meta and Google and my and stuff like that are envisioning the metaverse is just kind of like one not really logistic practical. You know what I mean? And like for us an easier way for us to use the metaverse through like our phones or through whatever or through our playstations or TVs is just to have like virtual storefronts that way. You know I, what I mean? Yeah, that's what it, that's what you and I are experiencing. Yeah, right? but again in 12 years sure. What's yeah. it going to be? What's a that's 20 true. if Here. if if we're all sitting there like God damn these kids all walking around with their sunglasses on and their sunglasses are a fucking headset. Here's yeah. my here's my legit two cents, right? This is an instance where bullying is kind of good. Imagine do you guys <laughs> what do you say? What was that word you said? Bullying. 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 Okay. Yeah. You guys remember back when Google Glass came out. Yes. And everyone boy, do I boy do I everybody just fucking dunked on Google yes. Glass people and then it stopped. This is kind of one of those moments yeah. as soon as you see somebody out in the world with a VR headset on everybody needs to be dunking on that or, guy or imagine like you go to like you know you do your zoom meeting and you like see on the screen a dude in like <laughs> yeah. a master chief <laughs> we, <laughs> like I have a we need to be dunking there. on like, all of our bosses like, that are, are like <laughs> everybody put on your meta avatar yeah. for this meeting fuck you Jim and I think yeah Just throw on a fake mustache yeah, <laughs> yeah right. over your real exactly. mustache yeah and that's I think yeah I, I, I think essentially like the way it was rolled out and, and again I think it was rolled out because Facebook does like they view face like the product of Facebook as like a metaverse to the world. You know what I mean? Like uh, like an entrance to like the internet essentially and I just don't think your aunt Kathy is not gonna get like what the fuck is going on. You know, the presumption there too is that the person that you're presenting to the internet is right. is your person, right? You're like it's a one-to-one, but yep. but I think a very small percentage of the world actually interacts with the internet like that yes. like I would not build my metaverse avatar to look pudgy and short with glasses. Yeah, you'd yeah, look like, like an ogre from Warcraft. You yeah, know, like just yeah, exactly. Jacked that's, up exactly and that's exactly what I mean, though, is it's not, I'm not worried <laughs> roll, about Aunt Kathy. A meeting like, what's up, Jim? What's up? Uh, what's up, Bob? You're just like, <laughs> clunk, clunk, clunk. <laughs> I'm not worried about yeah, Aunt no. Kathy. I'm worried about nephew Jim, who's five years old I right now. I mean, like my nephew, like he plays like Minecraft, Fortnite, and Roblox, stuff like that, like a ton. And I guarantee if I brought up to him like VR, he'd be like, oh, that's interesting. But like he wouldn't care. like he doesn't yeah. I guarantee like that's one out of a million though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. 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 That's I'm just worried about the idiots who are on it. I just well, I think it'd be a, what it, we could become. It's going to be a, and I, I agree with you, but I think it's going to be the the response so far has been Google Glass response. Womp womp. Everyone yeah. is like, I don't think I've seen one positive. Oh, thing yeah. About I'll, like yeah. everyone's like this fucking blows or this is not good. Like there's no way this way that they're trying to design it with VR goggles in a space station for a meeting is just not going to work. 
and it's and it's wild and it, it is crazy to think about like wow that'd be crazy <laughs> like in 10 12 years where we're going to be but I, don't know, I think just right now like it's just I think it's a big whiff. Okay, I'm, I sure hope so. That's a debate on tap. Brendan stance. It's a big whiff. I'm, I want it to be. I'm going the opposite direction and I'm going to say my my goal for this podcast in five years we're going to be podcasting directly into the metaverse with Vargas the orc and Brian <laughs> the robot and Brendan the dad because he right. doesn't have time to invest in his yeah, avatar. No. And, and I think too like if if we really want to get like a true metaverse, like what they're thinking. They're thinking about VR chat. That's what they're, which already exists, right? Like VR chat already exists. What they're, what they want is like, I think the goggle, like got using goggles, VR goggles is just, that's not going to work. Like you have to have it set up in a room somewhere that you go into and have your meetings yeah. like a holodeck type thing. You know what I mean? Like that's the, I think a very practical way to get people on board. It's like, oh, I just press the button in the meeting. Great. Like, that's what I want. I think their target audience, though, is somebody who's deeply unhappy with themselves and the way their life has turned out. Sure. Now, that's me. And I'm now I don't care. The average Facebook user. <laughs> yeah. 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 But but you're past where they want to go. You're past the tipping point. You're too sad. Oh, I'm. T- oh, I get it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, this- they want sad, but hopeful sad. But what my life could have been basically mm-hmm. your high school's <laughs> football star. That's oh. who their target audience is. But he's a 35 year old high school football star who's but still he's so successful because he never his left Louis in his dad's car used car lot where he makes yeah. pretty good money. But he's like, oh, what would have been if I would have played professional ball? Well, guess what? He straps on his second life metaverse fucking helmet every night and ignores his family. Yeah. And he's living out his fucking fake dreams yeah. with his trophy wife. Blah, well, blah, blah. He can sure. afford it because he makes thirty five thousand dollars a year. Yeah. And he spends 30 of it in the metaverse. Perfect. <laughs> fucking. That's what I'm saying. Good. I Let think him. that's what's going to happen. Let him. People like us are going to be like these fucking idiots, but there's going to be like millions of idiots. Okay. There's a lot of idiots. There's already there. millions. There's of already millions. You can't you can't deny there's a lot of idiots out there. Guys, I am sitting right here. Okay. Oh, shit. Maybe we stop talking about the idiots. Can we pause the podcast? Oh, no. Boy. <laughs> we can only broadcast it to the metaverse. <laughs> What's this about Avengers? Oh, we're just... That's it? What mm-hmm. we're doing? Yeah, metaverse is weird, man. <laughs> uh, next topic. Next topic. Um, I'm kind of a sucker for like PlayStation deals. Sure. Uh, and one of the games that was on sale is the, let's say, controversial marvel's avengers right game from square enix and uh i'm pretty i'm enjoying it so far that's good that's um kind of what i have to say uh <laughs> i, I enjoy a good it talk because you know the, the gameplay is fine it's kind of a beat-em-up game right. but um what i kind of want to talk about is is there a certain point where like spe- in specific kinds of media like that where like the story outweighs like a mediocre experience that game specifically. Yes, right? (laughs) Because I mean, so to talk about I've never played Marvel's Avengers, but it's one of those things like if you follow video games at all, you're very familiar with what happened with it. And even in an earnings call EA or uh, uh, who like Crystal Dynamics did the play actually developed the game publisher is square, right? Square. Yes. Yeah. It square came out basically said the like they we fucked this thing up bad because yeah. it, it shouldn't have been uh, games as a service. It should have just been Crystal Dynamics wanted to make a single player Avengers game beat em up game. Yeah, and we made them 
latch on to this whole like games as a service that has to be always online and you're grinding for gear and blah yeah. blah, which they have, you know, fucked up at every every turn, it sounds like. But but I've heard, yeah, that like the base game, like the story is really good. Yeah. The base game fighting, like once you get past like you know, you unlock things for people like that actually turns into a fun beat em up type thing. I, you know, I'm thinking of stuff like, like uh, uh, kind of on the flip side, this, yeah. cause this is what I was thinking. It's like you have on one end, this Marvel's Avengers game where like the story's fun. Yes. Like whatever right. the flip side is like the Spider-Man game for PlayStation. Yes. Was right. like, again, I mean, it's just a beat em up game. You yeah. do the same thing kind right. of over and over and over again, but the story's really good still. Right. So like there is a, point where like the kind of repetitive gameplay is outweighed by the story you have to tell yeah to, and, and i think there is a whole thing where like uh, there's so many games that like like dead cells is a game that i put countless hours into and that is essentially like there is a little story to, to get you along but it's it's a roguelike you know what i mean yeah like, that's like the you're designed thing. to like blah blah, yeah, blah the, to like the just gameplay, repetitively play the game the gameplay is what you go for not right. necessarily the story right and 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 i think yeah marvel's avengers is a fascinating case study because like you go back to bioware's anthem and how like yeah. that was released as bioware is known for being a story-based rpg type thing that went in in ea or i think that was yeah they partnered with ea for that game and ea was like no let's make like a, a games as a service model because that makes a lot of money and you have studios crystal dynamics um uh, uh bioware who just can't support that model of, of of games and stuff like that who who are known for making great stories and and yeah. things like that and yeah, it, it's a fascinating case study because I think uh, they just released like their roadmap for the end of the year mm -hmm. and there's nothing else after it. After this big earning call of yeah. like, we didn't make any money from this game. We're yeah. releasing Spider-Man this month or next month and they're doing like events and it's like and, yeah. there's nothing after December. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like I, I don't know. It, it's a really fascinating thing because it sucks because I remember when Marvel's Avengers was first announced. We all were like, Wow, like a co-op beat em up Marvel's game? That sounds yeah. awesome. Do you remember X-Men Legends? Yeah. yeah that's what totally. I was envisioning. Yeah, totally. Well, and it's like after playing it, it pretty much is. Right. Like it pretty much is that game. I just it hasn't gotten the reviews, it the had, same kind of reviews yeah. as that game. It well, because unfortunately it released buggy, it released bad, yeah. and like it, there was a whole like they've you know, you you're it's a it's the type of game where uh, I don't know if people are familiar with like destiny, for example, that's probably the best quote unquote or world or world of Warcraft is a, is a game as a service model where like uh, you, you were online with people with friends or whoever going through missions, grinding for experience, grinding for gear, grinding for yeah. whatever to get to high level content to play that, to get better gear and things like that. Right? Yeah. Like that's, that's what games as a service model is. And you had a, a studio that just, wasn't supported and wasn't ready to make that type of game. Yeah, and and it sucks because I the Marvel's IP is especially Marvel right now is like blowing. I mean that the past 10 15 years they've been on top of like I mean you brought up Marvel Spider-Man and that yeah. they just released uh, for Spider-Man Miles Morales like that's like one of the top 10 selling games in PlayStation in the span like less than a year's time. Right. You know what I mean? And it just it sucks man because I, I don't know like that whole idea of yeah, like when does the story trump repetitive gameplay trump whatever? Well, so and even beyond yeah. the world of video games too, I was thinking about there are those specific like instances of items that like overcome the cumbersomeness of the product to transcend 
whatever like the 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 core idea mm-hmm. is so good that oh, it transcends sure. any kind of clunkiness like i'll give as an example yeah, for example yeah dune yeah is like the <laughs> perfect, totally right? yeah the book is pretty fucking unwieldy yes yeah. it's, it's pretty especially starting out yeah you're just like, like ah. <laughs> you just jump into it and you're like what the fuck is this right but as you get more folded into the story and the world of right. dune you're like, oh shit, this is really good. Yeah, or like Lord of the Rings. Those books yeah. are tough to read, man. Right. You watch those movies and you're like, goddamn, these are great movies, and, you know? You know, even stuff like Star Wars. I mean, movies totally. movies are a little bit different, but like, what the fuck is Star Wars, right? Yeah. Like, what's a Tauntaun? <laughs> Why is he drinking blue milk? Where like, do you even start? What yeah. what is this shit? But like totally. the, the the core that that rock solid right. interior gets around all that other kind of like nonsense stuff. Right. And people latch onto it. And then eventually they're like, oh, I like this thing even because of its flaw, like, right, because of its flaws, et cetera. Yeah. Right. And that's, I mean, yeah, there, there have been several games that I played, like even though because of its flaws, like I still want to get like whenever cyberpunk came out, like I put a ton of time into that right. game just at one to like, because I was very excited. I want to see what was going on with it. And then eventually it became a, a like a thing of like, I gotta see like what like what is going on with this game like what is what is this thing and that ultimately turned the negative part of it you know but um, I'm trying to think of a positive like uh, I mean I guess recently Death Stranding is that kind of thing where like I didn't play it initially because I was like this thing seems like it sounds like a a very good core idea (laughs) but then I was like fuck it like the director's cuts coming out for the PlayStation 5 blah blah blah. so and I went I love Hideo Kojima games like why am I not playing this game let me just play it and I did I went Oh, Jesus Christ, I get it. Like, I, I understand what is happening with this game. And it's that whole thing of like Hideo Kojima's stories are so unwieldy, insane, wild. But the core of like the message and what he's going for and the gameplay of what he's going for is so fucking good that you're like, yeah, I, I get what's happening here and yeah. I'm going to stick with it through through the end. And I, I get I get that that whole vibe of like the rock solid concept mm-hmm. with a lot of like sci fi novels. Yeah, totally. You Because know, I'm I'm. I'm always looking for like the next book I can read because I'm super fickle when it comes to starting <laughs> books. Sure. But you know, you, you read like a Wikipedia page for like this four book series yeah. and you're like, holy shit, that idea yeah. is so good, but you have to wade through four, six books right. to get to whatever the idea is. I mean, Brian could probably speak like Ari Salvatore. Like he has, he's written 20 plus books in the D and D verse. And like, it's sure all (laughs) (laughs) casual uh but no it's like one of those things that you know you see that and you're like oh i want to jump into fun D &D stuff and i think those are more accessible than probably some of those other things whereas like i can't think of oh my god uh there's a book series that that i think uh recently became a like hbo or showtime sci-fi series wheel of time yeah uh no it was a thing (laughs) That <laughs> yes, that that yes, but no, it was it came out like a year or so ago, and it was a whole thing where like the Shadow daughter and Bone, Terry Pritchard, uh, Terry Pritchard's. Um, I'm trying. Oh, to th- uh, uh, Good Omens. You talking about Good Omens? No. Nope. It, it, anyway, it was it's a sci-fi series that a guy wrote um, that basically HBO or Showtime made into a series that everyone went. That's not what the score of the series Are is. Are you about. talking about Man in the High Castle, the <laughs> Philip K. Dick story? No. No, dude. neither. It was dude. It was, it was dude. It was dude. Oh, I, I, God damn it. Was, no, it was, a, it was a series where like even the guy's daughter came out and was like, no, like that's not what the book. We've talked oh. about this podcast. But anyway, I, I, whatever. But <laughs> it was a whole thing where, where even that, like I've talked to people about like, oh, the show is not that good. 
but the core of the series and the story is so interesting. Where do you start? And you're like, that's a good question. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that's man. Th- I guess this is for another and another thing, but that's one thing I would love to talk to talk about with with my boys is like, why? Why is adapting books and novels sometimes sometimes so fucking hard, right? Because nobody would touch Dune for Terry Pratchett. The Discworld series Discworld. Di- Wait, Discworld was ad- already adapted. No, it, it like just came out as a TV show that they totally didn't take anything and just use like the the show people's hopes were high for that yeah i didn't i didn't know it was out i mean discworld's like a classic yeah that's what i'm saying sci-fi <laughs> literature like and it's so like dense yeah. <laughs> to get into yeah uh, i wonder i wonder w- what it is right i know obviously if a novel's 400 pages and you have to tell a 400 page story where you have every single point of view yeah, right. from the author it's hard to make that a into a movie and be into a series, <laughs> even if it's 10 episodes of 60 minutes, those are not a hundred page scripts right. for every episode. So like, I don't know, man, it's, it's very strange. It's very, that's something I'd like to dive into with my boys on maybe another episode and, and another, another thing, another thing. <laughs> and a different thing. And also an additional item. I think that's our and, next podcast and more, but uh, thanks. Thank you for sparking this. The watch debate. on BBC. The watch. So not Discworld. The that, watch. It, it, it's based on Discworld, but not really. And even Terry Pratchett's daughter, because Terry Pratchett has passed away, yeah. came out and was like, yeah, they talked to us about adapting it before because it's so dense. Yeah. And then they stopped and they made their own thing. And then they like, made a show about watches. Yes. <laughs> I was just saying, because I thought Discworld was still like in produ- in pre-production. I think uh, the watch has come out already. Well, yeah, but yeah. I thought they were making like, quote, like Discworld. I the show. I didn't realize the watch was based on Discworld. That's what I'm saying. That's what that's what's Probably so crazy about yeah. it. Yeah. And yeah, the watch, the first season is out on like came out on BC like two or three years ago. That's what I'm saying. Like that's why every it came out with a wet fart and everyone went, No, we're not we don't want to care about this. Interesting. Uh tell us talk to us. You got pee? Everyone who's got pee right who's now? Who's got a pee? Tell us if you got a pee. Tell us who's you who you've peed on. Tell us if you're a sex offender because of it. Uh <laughs> tell us what you think about what, what you would write if you could write with your mind. Tell us what you think of the metaverse and how awful that's going to be. Tell us what you think about how good core ideas of things can be, even if the thing doesn't deliver what it could have been. I give us the idea that you would write with your mind inside the metaverse while peeing. Wow. While peeing. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I think there was like a hot scientist and the guy was like, wow, I would tear that up. Stop. Stop. No, stop. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, God, oh, God. God, she's so hot. Oh, yeah. She's giving me this paper right now. Oh, Jesus. Oh boy. Turn the machine off. Turn the machine off. <laughs> Email us at debates on fans at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter, debates on tab. Find us on Instagram, debates on pictures. Um, every Sunday, Brendan and I break down the NFL, which uh, this is proving to be a very interesting year. Um, the NFC is, is pretty straightforward. The AFC has been a roller coaster. Just bananas. Um, so if you're interested in football, we, we talk about that a lot. A- AFC probably stands for always fucking chaotic. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, buddy. yeah, yeah. That was, that, you nailed it. Good. Actually. It was a pretty <laughs> good football <laughs> joke, right? Uh, every Wednesday, Vargas and I talk about heavy metal. We are on to round two of the battle of the bands of the greatest metal band ever. We're heating up. It's heating up. That's another good sports reference. I'm pretty good. Good work. That's every Wednesday. That's the onslaught. Uh, and then, of course, you already know, if you're listening to this, subscribe to us. Follow us on everything I already mentioned. Uh, and that's it, right? 
I believe so. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe for more Roblox videos. We'll see you in the metaverse. Bye.